Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Bring in now Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette uh, joining us as uh, we get ready for uh, what will be the Packers and the Detroit Lions coming up this weekend in Ford Field. Uh, Ryan, uh, let's go back to the game this past weekend. Um, you know, I, I know the score was a little bit closer maybe than really what the game was. Give me your assessment of the defense in this past week's game. Well, except for one play, they played fairly well. I mean, obviously you can't give up touchdowns on 4th and 18 no matter what the situation is or how large your lead is or who it's against. But you take that one play away, they essentially gave up the three points and, and the other seven came on the punt return. To me right now, the, the biggest issue on this team is special teams. They've got to get that mm-hmm. fixed. Um, but right. the defense, you know, it did what it needed to do against an Eagles offensive line that is terrible because it's been ravaged by injuries. Carson Wentz, whatever on earth has happened to him. I mean, it's, it's, it, was, it was really just sad to, to watch. Um, Carson Wentz, is, he, he looks like a broken quarterback right now. And um, uh, even, if, even, even if you're a Packers fan, you, you'd like to see the great players in the game play up to their level, and, and he just he wasn't doing that. Um, but give the Packers defense front a lot of credit, seven sacks, and did what it needed to do against that offensive line. I think it's something going forward that they can certainly build from. So uh, I want to go back to the special teams real quick. Um, I, now, I have not had a chance. I'm going to do that tonight to look at the All-22, but did you see anything? Is it just simply – gap breakdowns and gap integrity or is this the punting i mean the the one the other day against indianapolis a couple weeks ago i mean that clearly was a line drive that was a missile of a punt it got down there it out kicked the coverage and then it set things up uh, obviously for the return but this past weekend was it something in the gap that you saw or was it something else I thought J.K. Scott's punt was better than the one that he had a few weeks ago there against Jacksonville. But, you know, Bill, it's it, it, Matt LaFleur still said that wasn't his best punt, and, and it's a combination. I mean, it's, it's the punt, but it's also the coverage. It's just it's not it's not being very, you know, in, in Packers' run defense, they, they talk about gap integrity and, and, and being assignment sure. And it's the same with, with a coverage unit. I mean, you, you have your lanes. You need to stay in your lanes. Need to not give up outside leverage, and they, you know, they, they just it broke down, and it's broken down now twice in four games. And let's, you know, he's a punter, but J.K. Scott can can show himself to have a pulse when he's on the field as well. Um, he, he can he can try to get in the way. Uh, not that he's going to be tackling um, a lot of returners. He's not as athletic as the guy with the ball. I, I totally get that, 
but get in the way and try to try to give your pursuit a chance um, in those situations. Twice now, he he just hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I completely agree. I said that uh, during the postgame show. I'm like, I'd like him to see him just throw a body at somebody for anything. I mean, right now all he's doing is dancing and becoming a highlight reel for getting fake completely out of his jock at that point. Offensively speaking, though, Matt LaFleur, a lot of praise yesterday, as we just heard for the offense. Uh, the fewest mistakes he said over the last two years. Matt LaFleur almost never says anything that glowing about his offense. Um, so when he says that, that that's – like really high praise. It's really high praise anyway, but it's especially really high praise for Matt Lafleur because he's just not a guy. He's very tunnel visioned, one week at a time, going one and zero this week. Um, not a guy to just throw out that kind of praise. So that gives you an idea of how, how this Packers offense is played. And my goodness, um, you know, the, the, over the course of a season, each week is different. You, you have some games that are about the standings, the seedings. Um, the significance of the win, whether it's a statement victory. Um, and then you very rarely have, have those games that are about milestones. And my, there, there are so many milestones. That, 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 that was what this past week was about, from Aaron Rodgers getting the touchdown pass 400. It's amazing. He was He's one of seven to hit 400. He was one of 11 to hit 300 touchdown passes. Of that 11, he was the only one to do it before throwing 100 career interceptions. Now he's the only one to get 400 without throwing 100 career interceptions, just 88 in his career. It's entirely plausible, Bill, that, that he could finish his career with fewer than 100 interceptions. He's only thrown 10 since the start of 2018, and it's really remarkable. Uh, and then Devontae Adams, who twice, including last year, has landed on 997 yards, uh, left no doubt this season. With, with, with the year he's having, it's it's quite possibly the the greatest receiving season in the history of the Green Bay Packers. Seven straight games with a touchdown now to tie Don Hudson's record. Um, One of five receivers ever with a a thousand yards and and 12 touchdowns in their first 10 games of a season. The the other four, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Marvin Harrison, you might've heard of them. Uh, He's keeping company with hall of famers right now. It's, it's really remarkable to watch. So um, yeah. And, and, you know, we, we you can you can you look at the nine ninety seven twice. But he's he's eighteen feet from being a four time one thousand yard receiver before turning twenty eight. He turns twenty eight later this month. So, uh, you know, those two guys are really at, at the top of their games and the top of the game right now, and they give this team a chance to beat anybody on any week. So I, I want to ask you this because I was watching that debate today. And by the way, we're talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette. When it comes to Devontae Adams. Is it, and this is again, this is the national perspective. The only reason he's this good is because they don't have anybody else. So, do you buy into that? That if there were, if there was Jordy, if there was James, if there was Greg, if there was Jermichael, if there was Donald, that Devontae would be just another guy and would not have the same amount of numbers? Or do you think that he is just that elevated and that good above everybody else and he would shine in whatever, whatever group he was in? Well, the, the debate is, is talent versus production, and those are two different things. He would be this good if the Packers had gone out and gotten Justin Jefferson in the draft and, and, and you know, spent that first-round pick and, and added a, a, another premium receiver. He would still be this good. Now, he might not get as many targets, which obviously leads to less production. Um, so I think there's an argument there. He'd still be one of, if not the best receiver in the game. And that, that's where Devontae Adams is right now. Um, and and what, what makes him good 
Yeah, what, what, make, what, what makes him productive is the targets. What makes him good, for four years now, he's had the best releases off the line of scrimmage of any receiver in the game. He's so technically sound, uh, fundamentally sound. And cornerbacks, they, 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 they can't press up against him on the line of scrimmage because you can't, you, you can't cover those releases. So it really limits what you can do to take him away. And when he's getting as many targets as he's getting with that kind of talent, it's just the perfect marriage of – of talent and production that, that you're seeing here. As we uh, last thing before I let you go, as we sit here and watch the Packers four and one in their last five games, uh, they even offensively played decently against Indianapolis and thought that maybe they had found something according to Aaron Rodgers. And we see other teams in the national in the, in the NFC falter, such as Seattle. We all say, why not the Green Bay Packers to get to a Super Bowl? But do we buy into the narrative as this team continues to win against teams with lesser talent? And that's always the the caveat, because how do you think this team, even though they're gaining steam and momentum right now, how do you think this team performs when you talk about the Tampa Bays, the New Orleans of the world? And even when you look at the likes of a team like Minnesota, who ended up beating them more so with the run game and Dalvin Cook, do are, are we starting to crescendo again towards a team that's starting to roll, but roll against lesser talent and we really don't know how good this team is until we get to the postseason and they get punched in the mouth you know it's i think that we've seen enough to know that this team is really good i i, I mean point, point to me in the nfc a team that that this this packers team can't beat i i don't see it you know the tampa bay they, they can be very good or they can be very bad you don't know what tampa bay team's going to show up uh new orleans and 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 Seattle now you can say the same thing about you can say the same thing about the Packers too you, you don't you look at what they did in, in Indy it's a great example of a microcosm of, of how up and down they can be 28 points in the first half against that Colts defense three points in the second half so you don't really I mean you, you can you can lump the Packers in that same group but they've got as good of a chance as anybody in this conference and when you look at the reality that that if they went out they're likely going to have home field advantage because the Saints still have to play the Chiefs. And to me, when you look at the the, the league as a whole, I, it really feels like it's the Chiefs and everyone else right now. Mm-hmm. So the Saints are still going to have to go through Patrick Mahomes. If if the Packers can win out, and there is a big if because I don't know how they're going to tackle Derrick Henry. They're going to have to right. figure that out. But if they can win out, and including that Titans game, they're they're staring right at a number one seed, and they're staring at right at number one seed. You know, home field advantage isn't much this year because of the the, the crowd situation with COVID nineteen, but the elements can be an awful awfully big home field advantage. And, and having a New Orleans Saints team, or even a, a Seattle Seahawks team, or a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team come up to Lambeau Field, that's a heck of an advantage to have in January. So, yeah, certainly, I I think that this Packers team has as good of a chance as anybody in the conference. Ryan, great to talk to you as always, pal. We'll talk later in the week, okay? All right, take care, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Good stuff from him. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.